0: You're with The Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also get us where your podcasts get your favorite podcasts. Just search, excuse me, The Rob O'Donnell Show. It is uh, 410 here at the station, 66 degrees. It says it's cloudy right now, but there are storms moving through our area. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Let's go to the phone now and finish up to some debate talk. We have uh, L from Wayne County on the debate. L,
1: Hi, Rob. Um, I didn't get to see it. because I, I couldn't find what station it was on, but um, I probably would have been able to pick it up on Fox if I would have known that, but I, I didn't find yeah, it that was o- out. It was only on Fox. Oh, was it? And okay. Fox affiliates,
0: well, so Fox Nation, well, all the Fox stations.
1: The only thing I did get to see was today uh, at 12 to 12.15, they had it on CBN. And from, like, the time they put it on until they were done talking about it, all they were doing was yelling and screaming at each other. I I can't imagine. Did that happen the whole debate?
0: It happened a lot. It wasn't the whole debate, but it happened more than I wanted it to happen. It happened more than it should have happened.
1: Yeah, I think maybe that's what was wrong with Yaswami. Maybe he just... Doesn't do debates well, like uh, DeSantis, you know, because I expected more out of him, but but he kind of looked like he was like in shock the part that I saw you know on CBN today, but um I wish you could could have thought I would have loved to seen the whole thing, but the guy that calls in that loves Joe Biden, I would love to know who he thinks was the best or the the, the best past president that we have had in the United States. I would love to know because I I don't, I don't get his reasoning or thinking at all. And the only thing I can come up with is this guy must be rich.
0: Well, I I mean, I can give you his reasoning right now. It's, it's anything but Trump. You know, he, he's willing to vote uh, for a subpar candidate simply because it's not Trump simply because it's not a Republican. I don't care who it is. You know, it could be any Democrat, um, but it sounds like that's the way he's willing to vote. And, and that's his choice to do such. But, you know, with with right. every, how can you at least I mean, if you're being honest with yourself as a Democrat, if I if I was a staunch, you know, Democrat. Now, I'm not talking about leftist, progressive, you know, let's let's look at socialism type Democrat. I'm talking about, you know, you're you're liberal Democrat, you're moderate Democrat. How do you look at Joe Biden's performance and say, yeah, I want another four years of this. This is great. I just don't I, see I,
1: it. I I really I really don't care for Joe at all. I never did, never will. He is too dishonest and he lies all the time. I mean, I still cannot get it out of my mind that he he lied about being in the top third of his class when he was in the bottom third of his class. Now that is something you don't forget. I'm sorry. And to lie about something like that, about your past Accomplishments or not accomplishments, you know. But all I have to say is, all the people out there that are listening to WILK, please go down and register. There are many people that are not registered that we don't know. I recently, at the end of this last year, you know, last year, found out that two real good friends of mine are not registered and have never voted, and they're in their 60s. So please get out there and vote. I, I you know I mean, in my early years when I could have voted, I didn't start to vote and I'm really sorry now that I didn't get more involved because my connections with the past presidents that I'm related to but um, it's it, it's really really important at this at, at this this rate because our world is going to you know what <laughs> So, and we're not far from there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, I just don't see how you know, people think things are going great right now, and and they, it's not like they even have anyone lined up. They're they're kind of locked into running a Joe Biden again. Um, oh. And you got to give them credit for their discipline in doing that, but their discipline and their credit is at the detriment of the nation. Because well,
1: uh, with with the state he's in, people really should be thinking about it because you know. He could drop it any day because um, Alzheimer's has uh, n- n- no regard to what's going on. It can happen at any time. It doesn't matter how old you are. I mean, people can get it as early as their 30s or 40s. So y- you just you don't know if he's even going to be here by that time. Yeah. So they're 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 for they're very foolish if they don't have anybody ready for that spot. You know what I mean? Well, so. uh,
0: at this point they don't, and their time's running out to do so. Al, I appreciate you call.
1: Thank you, and oh, have probably. a great night.
0: You too. Um, let's go to the phones more again on the debate. We have uh, Mike from Troop on the debate.
2: Um, hello, I can you hear me.
0: Uh, got you just fine. Yep.
2: Okay, you got me. Uh, Yeah, I I watched the whole debate, and I've been watching, all along I've been watching DeSantis and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, and uh, and a couple other people. Uh, I think uh, for never being on a uh, a debate stage before, Vivek was uh, was good, but at times a little more energetic than he had to be. I thought that uh, DeSantis did well. The uh, three people that I don't think belong on there at all. And that would have no chance whatsoever is Asa Hutchinson, um, Christie and, uh, Pence. I was kind of impressed with Bergman. I never saw him before, but he spoke quite well. Um,
0: He did get a lot of microphone time. So I was surprised by that. uh, Bergman. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, I didn't realize that he's a billionaire and, um, What's what's the girl's name? I keep I keep on forgetting it. Nikki uh, Haley. Nikki Haley. I like Nikki Haley. Scott, who I, real, who I thought was going to break out, never broke out. I mean, he's a he's a really a great guy. I think he would be a great candidate. I I don't think he would be it's this time for president. But I was looking at him for like say vice president with, along with Nikki Haley. But uh, uh, I expect some some more from him, and hopefully in the next debate we will. But those three, Hodges, I have no idea what the hell he's doing there, and I have no idea. Christie, uh, obviously, he said he just wanted to be there to, buy, to bash Trump, and Trump wasn't there, so that's kind of ruined everything. And Pence, um, if you're gonna, if you're gonna vote, if you're gonna vote for Pence, you might as well vote for Trump because Trump, <laughs> Trump, it was the guy who did it all. I, I, I still like Trump, but I mean, I will vote for whatever Republican. Uh, comes along, and I am not a Republican. I'm, I, I'm well, I, I'm a conservative. I'm an, I'm an independent. But uh, uh, that's what I, that's what I thought about it today. What did you think about it?
0: Oh, I laid it out there. I, I think uh, I had high expectations for Ramaswamy, and I don't think he met them. Matter of fact, I think he did himself more damage than good. In my, in my opinion, from what I saw. Uh, Chris Christie, you know, it was typical him. He never got out of the gate. You knew what he was there for, and and that's exactly what he showed himself to be. Uh, Nikki Haley, uh, I had higher expectations for her, but uh, she showed to me that she's just an establishment Republican. Um, you know that that's just part of the Washington swamp. Um, as far as the two governors, you know, they, I'd, I'd be surprised if they're in the next debate. Uh, as far as that's concerned. Uh, and Desantis, you know, he had he has real good answers. He he's got the resume f- and to back up, he's done a lot of the things that those people are talking about doing. But he just doesn't debate well. When he comes across, he comes across. Whiny is a bad word, but he just comes across like uh, not 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 very well in a debate. Well, you
2: know, you when you say whiny, I, I, I can kind of relate to that because the fact is is that his voice is kind of whiny. Uh, itself. I, I don't know if he's whiny, but I th- yeah, I, mean, I agree. Whiny is, is a
0: bad word, but it's, it's the only word I can come with off the fly here. He kind of <laughs> the tone of the tone of his delivery is just it, it. It doesn't. It's not appealing, and I like the things that he's saying. And if he, he said them more. In in, a, in a, a produced way than maybe, but I mean, like you said, that is his voice. So you know, it's something maybe I have to get used to. But I, I think the public you know wants someone who's more firm and more staunch in their stance. And he did kind of flounder a little bit when they asked him certain questions, where he kind of scanned the room to see what the what the room was doing. I don't like that. I want to see a leader. And you know, his scanning yeah. around when they were asking, you know, who was going to pardon Trump or who's going to who's going to back Trump if he's the nominee type thing, you know, either you have an answer or you don't. And and I didn't like that hesitation from him.
2: After what I saw last night, I still feel that uh, Trump is going to be the nominee.
0: Yeah, unless something happens uh, with these court cases uh, that, that kind of throws a monkey wrench in this thing. And again, even if that happens, we are in uncharted territories where there's, there's, no, there's no plan for this. This isn't kind of written anywhere, so we're going to have to make up the law as it comes along, where, mm-hmm. you know, technically— you know, if if Trump gets sentenced to jail and say he's in jail and he becomes president, do they release him from jail? You know, while he's the president? I mean, th- this is just uncharted territory. There's no there's no constitutional law that, that kind of guides this, so they're going to be making it up. So it's going to be it's going to be an interesting uh, two years.
2: Yeah, I believe well, I believe the Supreme Court will make that decision, and, uh, and I'm sure they'll make the right decision. Well, but, the Supreme uh,
0: Court can interpret. The Constitution. They can't write the Constitution. So that's going to have to come from Congress. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting times. It's going to be, like I said, it's uncharted territory. And to kind of speculate on it is futile because th- we don't know.
2: Well, it was great talking with you, Rob. Thank you.
0: Thanks for calling in, Mike. I appreciate it. Did you watch the debate, Nikki? I
3: actually listened to it this morning on, you know, what I could find. And what did I think? Yeah. I actually like her Rana Swamy, better than. Uh, I thought I would. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I'm not a big Pence fan. I'm sorry, but he seems like he's a pompous elite part of the establishment, right? Uh, Nikki Haley, okay. She did all right. Mm. I think they're going to view her as weak. Um, I know that Ramaswamy is coming under um, some Ramaswamy or however he says last Ramaswamy. name, which, which is going to be a hold-up for him. If you can't pronounce <laughs> the last name, you can't vote. It's hard to vote for him. Well,
0: right off the um, bat, he pl- he plagiarized Obama with him starting the debate saying, you know, I'm the guy up here with the funny name. And that's exactly what Obama said uh, during his first debate. So well, a, pe- a lot of people are holding that against was, him off the bat. Was
3: it plagiarizing per se or was it like kind of making a reference to the— the the past. Could to be. Understand either what way. I mean. I mean I, yeah, I'm and I'm not defending him by any means. There's no. there's, you know, plagiarism in the there's <laughs> this was said before, so I'm just gonna say it yeah. again because it worked. Um and let me think. Nikki Haley, she's okay, but she seems a little Sort of weak, but but and they tried to make her sound that way. I think, I think they well, her, tried to her discredit Ramis- her. Yeah,
0: her and Ramaswamy has gone. I've gone at it before, yeah. and they were right next to each other. So they were they picked up right off on that, I, going back and forth.
3: Absolutely hated Chris Christie. Yeah. And oh, not just because they saying. hate him, but uh, the, him and—oh, who was the other one? When they, they started going taking the low blows, like, he took a low blow. Here he is com- saying stuff about Trump, right, and we can't have that in office when you're not much better than that, okay? Like, you, the rough around the edges yeah. type of um, thing. You know, someone then,
0: who someone who himself nearly escaped Bridgegate where he had the bridge shut down to, you know, screw his political rivals.
3: Exactly. And then he's calling R- R- Ramaswamy
0: names, yeah, chat you know, GBT.
3: Like, hello? Like, that wasn't—
0: It was a good zinger, but not the right place for it.
3: Exactly, and that was the other thing. It was the zingers. Who, who was the one that said—oh, um oh, yeah, DeSantis. Forgot that he was in there. <laughs> DeSantis, who said um uh, about Biden being in his basement, like, or go back to his basement. Send him back to his— to me, that's a, a low blow just to get a whole bunch of rah rahs from the people who hate Biden. Not to necessarily tell me your policies and what you're going to do yeah, as I well. Agree. So that's that was my kind All of right. brief synopsis, in case you cared. Rob, was that what you I wanted? asked you? Right. <laughs> I asked you. You did, but if you listened to the Nikki Stone Show at noon today, you would have known this. Oh, already. I
0: listened to the <laughs> Nicky Stone Show later than noon, but I listen. Thank you. I listen to you, too. You have to because you do traffic. You run. We're running between <laughs> They stations. force you to listen. Yeah,
3: they make me listen to yours. That's okay. No, it's, I uh, like you. I do like you. 423 year
0: <laughs> time for traffic and weather.
3: When you see me running around with headphones on my head so I don't have to, then you worry. No. <laughs> it is the This Pentelidata Internet Traffic Update is brought to you by Cars.com. Uh, it looks like some rain in the area is causing people to slow down in quite a few spots. You can expect slowing under the speed limit, 81 in both directions. In Wilkesbury, also in Scranton, of course, we have construction, which is always a problem. Waverly to Lenox, that area is jammed up in both directions, 247 to Mount Cobb. Is barely moving, if moving at all, as well. But it looks like the 84 380 problem as you get on at Dunmore, it, things are moving in that area at the moment. They must have cleared that accident up pretty quick. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570 883 7269. Nikki Stone, W I L K Traffic.
0: Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Today, scattered showers and storms, high 70. Tonight, storms and downpours, low 62. Friday, scattered showers and storms possible, high 78. Saturday, partly sunny with spotty showers early, clearing late, high 82. Sunday, mostly sunny and a little breezy at times, less humid, high 76. Currently, 66 degrees and cloudy with some showers in our area. It's 424 here at your official weather station, W-I-L-K. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 428 here at the station. 66 degrees. Watch those showers moving through our area. Well, an old forge man is accused of bilking Medicare out of up to $3.5 million in fraudulent claims, agrees to a plea deal on one federal charge. Jonathan Jones is listed as the owner of Dunmore Medical Supply Company, faces a maximum of five years in prison once he enters the plea deal in a court of conspiracy to defraud the United States and pay and receive health care kickbacks. A plea agreement filed this week shows the U.S. District Judge uh, Malachi E. Mannion is tentatively set to hear the plea this coming Wednesday. Jones was part of a conspiracy to bribe patient recruiters in exchange for fraudulent invoices for medical braces, prosecutors said the conspirators then submitted claims, payment claims for Medicare between June 2020 and July 2022. Preen Medical submitted 3155 dollars and three million one hundred fifty-five thousand one hundred forty-seven dollars in Medicare claims and receive payments totaling 2012444 charging documents show. Jones is responsible for a loss greater than $1.5 million but less than $3.5 million according to his plea agreement. His name appears on incorporation documents filed in May 2020 with the Bureau of Corporations and charitable organizations in the Pennsylvania Department of State. In reality, federal prosecutors allege Dunmore resident Brandon Boyanowski was the unofficial de facto owner of Preen Medical and another East Drinker Street company, Rostco DME. Boyanowski paid the nominee owners of Preen Medical and Rostco to conceal his ownership role, according to the charging documents filed. Boyanowski pleaded guilty in August 9th in Mannion's court to Conspiracy to commit health care fraud and conspiracy to defraud the United States to pay and receive health care kickbacks. Attempts to reach his, him or his attorney were unsuccessful. The total loss attributed to Boyanowski is between $3.5 million and $9.5 million, according to his plea agreement. He faces a maximum of 10 year sentence. Roscoe DME was registered with the state the same day that Preen Medical, according to the business records. Former mayor, for, former Durier mayor, and borough councilman Mark Rutowski and Chittaden of Chittenden Street, is the signatory on the incorporation paperwork. Rutowski has not been criminally charged. Reached by phone Wednesday, Rutowski said he was under the impression Boyanowski ran the business. Pressed further about Roscoe DME, he referred inquiries to Boyanowski's attorney. Said he had to return to work soon and hung up. So here's just one situation in our little neck of the woods. You're talking millions of dollars in Medicare fraud. We have another story coming up um, later in the show showing the same thing in another state totaling hundreds of millions of dollars. This is the type of activity that we need to strengthen enforcement on because it goes on left and right. Anyone from from unnecessary tests for our, our parents and grandparents who are on Medicare Medicaid to things like this which is outright fraud, to inflating, you know, the the procedures that aren't needed or may not be medically needed just to get the payment for it. This is where we need to help fix our Medicare program as well as look to fix our Social Security program as we move forward. It's 432 here at W.I.L.K. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on W.I.L.K. News Radio. It is 438 here in the station. It's the point of the show where we honor our heroes across America who made the ultimate sacrifice here at home. Seventy-six police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day throughout history. Three of them from here in Pennsylvania. First is going to be uh, Trooper Stephen R. Guyarki, 1958, succumbed to injuries sustained while he was struck by a tractor-travel several days earlier during a traffic stop. Second is going to be Patrolman Charles Carmen DiTullo, Eddie Borough Police Department, 1957. Suffered a fatal heart attack while pursuing a hit-and-run suspect. He suffered the heart attack at the intersection of 4th Street and Industrial Highway. A citizen took him to Taylor Hospital, where he died a short time later. And uh, finally, we have Patrolman John A. Weimar, Pittsburgh Bureau of Police. In 1874, Patrolman John Weimar was shot and killed near the intersection of Wiley Avenue and Chatham Street while walking a prisoner to jail. Another officer had arrested two men on Wiley Avenue for disorderly conduct. As the officer walked the men to jail, Officer Weimer came to the assistance and took custody of one of the men. As they approached the intersection, Officer Weimer's prisoner shoved him and then shot him in the side. Both prisoners fled on foot as the other officer tended to Officer Weimer's wounds. And that's uh, our three from our area here in, uh, in Pennsylvania. Looking at some text messages we're getting in uh, Rob, nobody in the debate nobody, Rob nobody in the debate last night talked about China or immigration. President Trump talked about both. Uh, I agree that's, uh, I wanted to see more actual policy discussion. Just looking at uh, some more. And if, if you want to support Trump fully at this point, that's fine. And like I said, after last night's debate, you know, and, and nothing won me over last night. Uh, I have not had a chance to watch the Tucker Carlson-Trump interview as of yet. I'll probably do that hopefully tonight. Uh, but with Trump turning himself in at 7.30 tonight, that'll probably be difficult too. Uh, if you did watch it, how long was the Trump in Tucker Carlson interview, was it an hour? Was it the full two hours the debate was? Uh, let me know so I know what to expect because yeah, I do want to watch it. I am going to watch it. It's just a matter of when I could squeeze it into everything. But yes, last night's GOP debate did not impress me, and it's it's as simple as that. And uh, you know that's that's where I stand at this point. And this the the GOP primary is for them to lose. Donald Trump is far ahead and if if no one else steps up and and impresses that then it appears he's going to he's going to walk to the nomination and then it's another replay of him and Joe Biden which i don't know you know it's he he didn't overwhelmingly beat him the last time and you can get into all the the other stuff that's in there and some of them are valid a lot of it is valid discussion but again you have to get back to it's not what we know. It's what we can prove. And so far, nothing's been proven. There's been a lot of allegations, a lot of valid allegations. And I'm, I'm all in tune with that. But until we can prove something, until there's something, which these trials, this indictment today, him turning himself in, this trial may highlight a lot of those things. And it looks like it will to some extent because you did have judges across the nation not letting things be heard. Now it has to be heard. So this indictment isn't necessarily a horrible thing when it comes to giving people the justification that things they believed in as far as the election goes. I think this trial, these trials are gonna bring a lot of that out. It's four forty-two here at WILK. It's time for traffic and weather again.
3: And thanks, Rob. This traffic update is brought to you by Penn Teledata Internet lots of slowing on 81 probably due to the rain in some areas wet spots on the roads Watch to, to dip below the speed limit in the Wilkesbury and Scranton area and you're going to be crawling both directions on 81 through construction between Waverly and Lenox as well whenever you see a traffic problem call our jam line 570-883-7269 Nikki Stone W.I.L.K. traffic
0: Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Today, scattered showers and storms, high 70. Tonight, storms and downpours, low 62. Friday, scattered showers and storms, possible high 78. Saturday, partly sunny with spotty showers early, clearing late, high 82. Sunday, mostly sunny and breezy at times, and less humid, high 76. It's currently, those temperatures are on the rise, it's currently... 66 degrees, uh, raining. Looks like the sun's trying to peek through now, but raining clouds in our area. It's 443 at your official weather station, WILK. Back to the Rob O'Donnell show on WILK News Radio. It is 447. I'm glad this text message came in because, uh, you know, text message came in. Rob, several candidates had plans for the border immigration. Christie said he would deport all of them. DeSantis said he would put uh, the military on the border. Some wanted the team with Mexico to fight the cartel. DeSantis was more, uh, if I recall, because I even quoted it last night on social media looking back on it. DeSantis said he would have a real war on drugs, including our military. Um, You know, have our military be used and declare a real war on drugs, which is something we have not done. And uh, I, I think we have a very valid reason to do that. I think we have valid grounds to do that. we would have to alter some of our our exercises. Somebody said that we didn't have the resources to do that. We we absolutely do. If you look at the way our special forces train, if you look at the way how our pilots and aviation units and assets train, they're out there training for these things all the time. So they would have to just convert these training missions into real-world attacks on drugs, war on drugs redesignate it, you know, put our air assets over the channels that these drugs are being smuggled in and and let them engage, you know, instead of having our our SEAL teams and our MARSOC teams and our Green Beret teams or Delta teams, you know, practicing in a funhouse, have them go to the border and target armed cartel members. There's reason enough. I mean, we're seeing pictures of armed invasions by these cartels day in and day out at our southern border. But again, you can't negate our northern border because if you look at the facts, more people on a terrorist watch list have come in from our northern border than the southern border because they know the southern border is distracted. The southern border gets the attention. So they're doing that. So when DeSantis spoke, he spoke more of a, a real war on drugs using our military, not so much the border. But I think any Republican who got in Anyone on that stage would do more than the Biden administration has done at the border, which is a manufactured border crisis inundating every city in America. Anything's better than that. They, they, this is the first administration in my lifetime, in your lifetime, that has purposely created illegal immigration. And It's as simple as that. There is no other excuse for it. There is no other excuse for it, especially when the border was just the most secure that, it, that it's that it been in decades. Where we move from here, who knows? You know, as far as Chris Christie saying deport everyone, that's unrealistic. That's not going to happen. And, and one of the things that, you know, speaking about um, federalizing abortion and Nikki Haley came out and says there is no way you're going to get 60 senators to agree to that. So let the states deal with it. She wasn't being disingenuous. She wasn't lying. She was speaking the truth there. It's one of the few times where I was like, you know what? She's being honest. She knows that this is the case. There is no way. And don't be fooled. There is no one on either side, Democrats or Republicans, that want abortion to be settled because they want it to be an issue. This issue makes billions of dollars. This issue sways elections. This is, there is no one who wants to settle the abortion issue, one way or another. No one. You're pro-life or you're right to choice. You're most staunch on either side. You're most, you're most, uh, you're most staunch supporters on either side of that. No one wants to settle it because there's organizations making millions of dollars. There's billions of dollars at play here. Campaign issues that, that are getting billions of dollars off this one topic. And you know what? They want to talk about things and they want to say, oh, no, this and that. When you talk one-on-one with a liberal, when you talk one-on-one with that, they, it's, it, when you talk with a conservative, they don't want people telling them what to do. It's as simple as that. But there's really not that much difference. I, I mean, is there really anyone out there that wants an abortion up until birth? I, I haven't met one. You know, you see it all the time, and they've said that some of the laws in America, and then they 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 try to walk it back. You had a um, Pensaki trying to walk that back, saying, "Oh, no one, no one ever advocated for abortion up until birth." Well, then they found the uh, press conference from her from the press podium saying just that. And yes, there are that extreme laws out there. And I'm not saying or choosing for you what, the, what that middle ground should be. But I'm just saying no one on either side wants this settled because they want it to be an issue. They need it to be an issue because it is a very powerful issue. We saw in the midterms how it swayed this supposed red wave that was coming, that, that topic. No one on either side wants it settled. And, and it's, it's really as simple as that. It's about money. It's about money and control because they use the topic for both. Just like politics, it's a political theater. No one wants it settled. If you, if you turned around and said one way or another, you had your way completely. That's billions of dollars that are going nowhere now. They can't, they can't fundraise off it. They can't fight other candidates with it. They, they can't do these things. They need the manufactured crisis. It's, it's Again, it's a manufactured crisis. It's 4.53 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell show on WILK News Radio. It is 4:56, 66 degrees and cloudy. We were talking about the local uh, Medicare fraud that was going on. Well, here's an audit in Louisiana that they paid 112.6 million dollars in Medicaid benefits to non-residents. Now, it's mostly not what you think it is. This is by non-residents, it's not illegal immigrants. This is people who used to live in Louisiana and moved elsewhere and were double-dipping. They were paying benefits for them in Louisiana, and they were paying benefits for them in the state that they newly resided in. So the, these individuals, a lot of them, uh, I'm looking at uh, 380 beneficiaries from June 2019 through February 2023, were identified as living out-of-state uh you have another one 3633 beneficiaries who only reserve services from out of state providers may also uh be going to residents in other states they got let uh information from the, the DMV saying that they held driver's license in other states but were submitting claims under the the Louisiana um Medicare Medicaid system so again you know here's a, a second audit in Louisiana, and it looks like these payments go between 2019 and 2023. So it took you four years to figure out all this was going on. Uh, Shouldn't there be an annual audit? Shouldn't there be more investigations when it comes to this? And this is exactly what I'm talking about. There is plenty of fraud going on in these systems, in Medicaid, Medicare, and, uh, you know, that's there for Social Security as well. Enforce it. If you're going to have these programs, we have to make them solvent. So we, we have to do something with them. And that fear, again, I think it was only touched on in a small comment last night where they said no one wants to talk about these things. And they're 100% correct at the debate last night. No one did want to talk about it, but something needs to be done in the next 10 years or it's going to be reduced 20 to 30%. It's as simple as that. We don't fix it, it's broke. And by fixing it, we can address things like fraud. It'll take work. It takes effort. It takes investigations. But it needs to be done. And then let's look at maybe raising the cap on Social Security so, you know, people who make over $170,000 still pay into Social Security. That in itself will make it solvent. There's fixes to this without cutting it. It's just we need the courage to talk about the things. And talking about them, we need... But, again, something else that's weaponized for an agenda, for an attack, the other side. They want to cut. They want to take away. They want to do this. No. How about we want to fix? And unless we have people willing to have that conversation, they're not going to be fixed until it's too late. Then what? Then you'll have a rush for a sloppy system or something that's uh, really not beneficial to anyone because it's thrown together last minute or agenda-driven or who has the most money-driven It's 5 o'clock here on WILK News Radio. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after these messages.